I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's do it. This is the SEC Insider Hit. And it's presented by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. It's good to be blue. Oh, sound and communication. Soundcomav.com. That's soundcomav.com. The best in the business. When it comes to top quality audio visual for sports facilities and arenas, churches, and businesses. And they've worked at Texas A&M, Southern Miss, Mississippi State, soundcomav.com, junior colleges, high schools, um, acoustics, audio, video, lighting. They design it and install it, soundcomav.com. You're listening to Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Uh, we welcome in our friend Mike Detillier, Mike D, WWL Radio TV, New Orleans. And he joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line. Mike, we haven't had an opportunity to catch up with you since uh, Miles Brennan decided to retire from football. Uh, and I also think maybe he was running third team, maybe behind Jaden Daniels and, and Nussmeyer. Uh, what can you give us some background on that story that that played out a couple of weeks ago? I just think it's total frustration with Miles. Um, now you go back, you know, he waited his time. Uh, he was loyal to LSU. He had a lot of teams that were trying to get him away from there. And then, you know, we, we all saw what happened in the Missouri game where um, he takes a hit near the sidelines that um, – couple of orthopedic doctors that told him they had not seen that type of injury other than a car wreck, not on a football field. It actually tore the muscle away from his hip and pulled it, and pulled it away from his groin. So he misses the season. Comes back. Uh, he's in the competition with Max. Um, let me just say, and, and knowing the head coach at that time, uh, I sort of know who he was 
favoring, and it would have been Miles. He goes on a fishing uh, trip on a day off and trips over a loose board um, and falls and, and breaks his arm mm. last year. And then he was going to leave. It was either, either he was going to Southern Miss or Nebraska. It was one of those two schools, and at the final moments, uh, Brian Kelly comes in and convinces him to stay. Mm. What drew the red flag up for me is five weeks later, Brian Kelly signs Jaden Daniels. Uh, I hate to break it to people, but uh, coaches lie. I mean, uh, you know, so you know to get him to stay, I'm sure that conversation was, hey, you come back here, you my guy as the starter. And I'm sure he told the same thing to Jaden Daniels. Listen, coaches do it all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not a shock. Um, I hear it constantly. And I think that, you know, when you look back at Brian's history and along with uh, Dembrock, the um, offensive coordinator, they like mobile quarterbacks. They like guys off the move. That's not Miles. He's a pure pro-style drop-back quarterback. And he got dropped back, so to speak. And he fell behind, Jane Daniels and Garrett Nussmeyer. And I think the frustration set in. And Miles likes football. I don't know how much he loves it. He loves hunting and fishing now. I mean, that he does. Uh, and that's nothing wrong with that. Um, Bert Jones was like that. But Bert also loved football. Miles got so much talent. If he wanted to play, he could go somewhere else. That's the biggest surprise. Not that he left LSU, but that he would give up football altogether. And I do know that there have been some schools – that have reached out to him um, in their own manner. But um, it, that's surprising to me that he would give it up without really giving this a shot at it. So are are you – yeah, I mean, how surprised are you that he didn't maybe go to a G5 team, uh, Noah, maybe that, that didn't have all the answers at quarterback and still had – when this all went down, he still had about – four weeks of practice, I think, going into the first game and see if he could get dropped in there and, and maybe make some noise. Or is he just six years in, nothing's really gone his way, unfortunately, because he was playing well at one time before getting injured, and yeah. he's just fed up with it. Yeah, I think it's more frustration more than anything else, and it's seemingly a situation where he has sort of given it up. Uh, and I, I, I wish he would give this another shot. Now, he's under the TikTok now because, you know, if you want to go to another school, uh, there's a time limit to it. And I think it's sometime this week for registration. So if you want to go to another school, uh, you got to make that decision up quickly. If you want to maybe try to play in the NFL, that opportunity will be there. If it's USFL, XFL, tryout in the NFL, he could do it if he wanted to and get that tryout. But it's up to Miles. Um, listen, football's a sport you got to want to play. Okay? You, you can't just dream it. you got to have talent, and you got to have specific talent, but you got to want to have the will to play it. 
And Miles is a tough guy. I take nothing away from him because uh, he played that Missouri game with that injury. He finished the game out uh, with that injury. But, you know, sometimes you hit a lot of different walls in life and you think maybe it's time to move on, that maybe God is telling you to move, to go you know, in a different direction. And I have a feeling at the present, that is the situation Miles is in. Now, could that change down in the future? Maybe so. But at the present... Um... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. He hasn't given any indication that he would decide to change his mind and give this a try at the collegiate level. And he would have some teams interested. Mike Dettelier on the Yingling Lager guest line, brought to you by SoundcomAV.com, Sound and Communications. Mike, who's the guy? Who's going to be the guy, the starting quarterback against Florida State? I think the first leg of the the sprint is going to be Jaden Daniels. He, He fits, I think, what Brian Kelly is looking for and that he wants a guy that can move around the pocket a little bit, and he's rebuilding an offensive line. So it would sort of fit, wouldn't it? You have an offensive line that's not set. You have a very mobile and a very fast quarterback. And Jaden Daniels can move. Wow. Uh, I saw him in a couple practices. He has got some speed off the edge. And, you know, he's got a lot of games under his belt as a starter. I thought the first two years he showed good accuracy skills uh, as a passer. Last year, I thought he regressed. He didn't have a really good offensive line in front of him. Um, His wide receivers at times did him no favors. And so uh, I think he's the guy uh, at first. But Garrett Nussmeyer is breathing right down his neck. There is no question about it. Most improved player from a year ago. But he's different than any other LSU quarterback I've seen in quite some time. He's barely six foot tall. He doesn't like people saying it, but it doesn't matter. He's a gunslinger. I mean, that I saw him at Manning. He came this Saturday. Archie invited uh, Miles to be there. Uh, as Well, basically, he went to Coach Kelly and said, who is your starter? And he said, Miles. And... The Saturday, though, Archie felt maybe I should invite the other LSU quarterbacks. And so he invited, and he knew Nussmeyer's dad very well, Doug, so he invited Garrett. But he said, I I couldn't invite Garrett and not invite Jaden Daniels, who he didn't know. 
and um, Archie knew Walker Howard's dad, Jamie, but he didn't. He had met Walker, but he didn't really know him. And so he invited all the LSU quarterbacks there and thus threw about, I'm going to say, 50 passes. And I will be honest with you. Ain't a one of them come out the same way. I mean, they were sidearm, three quarters, halfway, over the top. I mean, every one of them had a little bit different delivery. And that's nothing wrong with that if you're accurate. What I see with Garrett that is his biggest negative, he will pass up an open receiver downfield to try to make a big play downfield. Okay, you can get away with that in high school. You can't do it at this level. You, you, you Sometimes, you know, you that gunslinger stuff you got to keep in your pocket. <laughs> but he's smart. He's accurate. He's got some movement skills. Many runs around really well, buys a lot of time uh, from the out of the pocket, and he is supremely confident. <laughs> he doesn't think anybody's better than him, and God bless him. I, I, you know what? I'd much rather have that than have a guy questioning himself. I would much rather have it. I ain't got to worry about that with Garrett. <laughs> he's, he thinks he's the best, and so uh, we see that. The future is going to be Walker Howard. I mean, he's the talent. Uh, he's got a he's got a rifle, and he can put a ball in a tight window. He's got some movement skills, but he's just a true freshman. And so, um, I think Jaden will get the first shot of the sprint. But if he doesn't make it happen, I don't think it would take much uh, for um, Brian to go with Nussmeier. Okay. What will the offense look like with Jaden Daniels for LSU? Well, I'll put it to you this way. He got you on your heels because he's got LSU's defense at times on their heels uh, because of his running skills. Uh, he got clocked at 21 miles an hour uh, as a runner. Uh, <laughs> I can't recall. He rushed for over 700 yards last year at Arizona State. Uh, Bo, when's the last time an LSU quarterback rushed for 700 I yards? I can't remember ever. They never have. Mm. So that, that's why you don't remember it. It never has happened. Uh, so he is the type of guy that with a rebuilding offensive line that can make some plays when things break down. And I think that it's going to be a spread offense. Uh, because LSU's strength is receiver. Uh, when you look at Keyshawn Booty, uh, he, <laughs> he's, he's one of the best in college football, if not the best, when he's healthy. But I will say this. If they gave out an MVP for the summer drills, which they don't, and sometimes it equates and sometimes it doesn't, the MVP would go to Malik Neighbors another receiver. Uh, they have Jack Bash. Uh, you got Chris Hilton, Brian Thomas Jr. They are loaded at the wide receiver position. Loaded. And uh, I'll throw you a name that I don't be surprised that he becomes the second freshman starter for LSU on offense. And his name is Mason Taylor, a freshman from Florida. 
Uh, his dad, yeah, he was a decent player, uh, Jason Taylor. Uh, he's in Pro Football's Hall of Fame. <laughs> so he does have some genetics, and we all see his Ain't Joy on Colin. Sure. Um, uh, but, man, he's talented. And first time I took a look at him, because Coach Owe told me last year when they signed him, I said, Coach, uh, you got the number one ranked tight end in the country. At that time, it was Max Johnson's brother who had a ver- who was a verbal commitment to LSU. And I said, you're signing another tight end? He said, yeah. He said, Mike, I'm telling you, uh, Mason's a really good player. And he told me, great genetics with Jason. And Coach O had a connection <clears throat> with Jason. And he said, he's a big, big-sized tight end. But he said, Mike, he's so competitive. And he said, when you see him, you're going to say, ain't no way this guy's 18 years old. And you know what first time I saw him? I said, ain't no way this guy's 18 years old. And he sure is. He looks like a 22-year-old man out on that field. And he's been very impressive at a position that Brian, over the last nine years at Notre Dame, he has had eight players drafted at tight end and two signed free agent contracts. He knows how to develop tight ends. And so uh, I think that offense is going to be really good now. Won't have John Emery for the first two games because of the suspension, which goes to show the NCAA, man. You know, you you talk about uh, an organization that if you try to buck them anyway, they lash back out at you. He got suspended all of last year because of the fact his dad had COVID, was in the hospital, his grandmother and two other close relatives that died of COVID. He got it twice. He missed some academic time. So he got suspended for the entire year by the NCAA. They're suspending him for the first two games of this year because of that. Hmm. And because he challenged it. Hmm. It's criminal for that sort of thing. But that's the NCAA, and that's why – and somebody should go with a big hammer and crash it into a thousand pieces uh, because it's really uh, such a terrible organization which has done nothing but feast off of teams like a bookie uh, off of them and done nothing for the game, zero. And so with no Emory for the first two games, it's going to be Noah Kane, a former Baton Rouge native who went to Penn State and transferred in. Josh Williams, who's been a solid player for them, and Amani Goodwin. And uh, Brian Estolas, I like running back by committee, and he'll get it. <laughs> He's going to have it real early at LSU. So uh, I think uh, protection is going to be the key there. They have a lot of new pieces up front along the offensive line. Uh, that is going to be a big key for LSU. I think defensively they'll be fine. Uh, defensive line. Um, as one SEC coach told me, man, I heard you the other day on WWL, they got some U-ha that called in and say, Coach O left the cupboard bare. Uh, I'd like to have that same cupboard that left from Mason Smith, Ali Gay, B.J. Ojolari, and Jaquelin Roy, and Micah Baskerville, and Greg Penn. Man, uh, give me that. Uh, you know, it's yeah, Mike Leach. Mike Mike Leach would have loved to have walked into that cupboard so bare. What? <laughs> I, I, I think some people are stuck on stupid with this thirty-nine number um, that happened in a bowl game, 
And we had Chris Lowe on, and Chris said, Mike, I go through the same thing with people. Well, they only had 39 players, yeah. But a lot of that had to do with there was some academic issues. There was some eligibility issues if you played them and, and took away a year in that game. And there were some guys that had some injuries and maybe made a business decision. Man, it's a bowl game. So it's, he didn't inherit 39 players. That's what was left to play in the bowl game. But you almost, to me, I think people overestimate that, that bowl game situation because that's not what was the true uh, sense of what LSU had. This team has been talented. You know, the last three years under Ocheron, they were fourth, third, and third in recruiting. Hmm. Nationwide, four, three, and three. Don't tell me they don't have no talent on this team. And Brian said, has told us that, man, listen, they got some pretty good talent here. Now, he had to redo the secondary at corner, and he's had to redo his offensive line. But, uh, again, uh, it's never been a question of talent. But you and I have talked about this. It's not a question of talent at LSU. It's a question of utilizing talent to the fullest. And I think that's what you're going to get from Kelly. He is the new sheriff in town, and he's got everybody's attention real quick. Because if you don't do it his way, um, <laughs> you're doing it somewhere else. And Jeray Jenkins had the best practice maybe of his career last week. Brian comes to the podium and talks about the practice, and he singled out Jeray Jenkins of having a good practice. But he said, Jeray, do you hear me? Can you hear me say this? I want you to be a leader. I want you to practice like that every day. Can you hear me? And he said it three times. I mean, he's calling out a guy who maybe had the best practice of his life <laughs> at LSU. But that's Brian <laughs> sort of hitting the buttons, trying to get some motivation. Oh, wow. I can't wait to LSU Florida State. It's in New Orleans, right? In the Caesars Dome, uh, Superdome. And... um LSU and FSU. LSU has more talent, but they're in a little bit of a transition. Norvell and them started playing better down the stretch last year. Um, maybe FSU can make this a game. I, I can't. This this could be the best. Eh, Florida, Utah, Florida. LSU, Utah, Florida. We'll see. Interesting. You, Bobby and I were talking about this last night. You talk about because if there's a team that could sneak into the Final Four, it's maybe Utah. The Pac-12 is, is, you know, soft as cotton. And maybe Utah could do it, but they got to get a big W on their back. Yeah. Going to Gainesville and beating Florida would be it. Now, you may say, oh, well, Napier's rebuilding. But that, man, if you've ever played in Gainesville late August and September, man, it's jungle hot. I mean, I, we went there, I think it was a late September, October game. Um, Ed had just lost a, a, a bad game in Tiger Stadium. We, and so a gang of us went, and it was the hottest I've ever been on a football field. Uh, before the game, he see, uh, Pete Jenkins was in his 70s. He's sitting back in the locker room. Pete was soaking wet. I mean, we're talking about he's walking in practices. <laughs> it was that hot. And um, very low-scoring game. LSU ended up pulling it out. 
But the one thing I'll always remember is how hot it was. But also, too, uh, they played, you know, won't back down at the beginning of the fourth quarter. And he had just passed away uh, that week. And, man, you saw the LSU sidelines sort of pep up a little bit. And they ended up pulling it out. It's a memorable game for me only because I've never been so hot at a football game. Listen, I've covered games in Tiger Stadium outside, and the humidity is 100%, and it's 98 degrees outside. <laughs> but that day was as brutal as I've ever seen it. They had a fight before the game between the players. They had to break up. And that LSU-Florida rivalry, uh, they don't dislike one another. They hate one another. But, <laughs> yeah, but you know, no, they hate one another. Um but Florida-Utah is an intriguing game because it is the first game for Billy uh, in Gainesville. And Utah, I think, has either 15 or 16 starters returning. But I will say this, you better have a lead going into that fourth quarter. But if you talk about that heat's going to catch you, you ain't never felt heat and humidity like you will in Gainesville. No doubt. Never. Man, it's a dry heat in Utah. I, look, nothing like that. And that thing is in a hole. I've been on the field, uh, you know, oh, in the swamp. Oh, wow. It, it, is, it is really hot. So, that's some interesting games. LSU-Florida State, now, you know, Brian has a little history because, they, you know, his teams at Notre Dame have went up against Florida State last couple of years. So, he's from, very familiar with the talent there and – while he's open to practices, come on, you know what Brian's doing. He got a lot of stuff hidden. You know, he got a lot of stuff he don't want you to see. He's a typical coach in that man. Game day is almost here. That's Mike Dettelier, WWL Radio TV New Orleans, on the Yingling Lager guest line. Have a super week, Mike D. Thank you, buddy. Thank you, Appreciate it, buddy. Thank you. Love having him back on. The show is brought to you by SoundComAV.com. The leader in the Southeast and the Sun Belt. Top quality audio and visual. Leading edge audio and visual for churches, businesses, and sports facilities. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.